nothing that happened or didn't happen in 2023 is going to hold us back from achieving our long-term goals. Welcome to the Dressage Connection podcast, where we are demystifying dressage training so your connection with your horse can flourish and you can start making sustainable momentum in your riding. I'm your host, Beth Carter, an Australian dressage trainer, coach, and the human behind BC Performance Horses with a passion for making correct dressage training understandable and accessible for every horse and rider. I believe that every horse benefits from dressage training, and I believe that it is possible to develop a horse that produces high quality work that scores well while still having an epic connection with your horse. I'm here to help you build foundations that will support you through the levels, own your role as your horse's trainer, and fall back in love with riding your horse. So put your foot in the stirrup, and let's build that dressage connection. Hello, it feels like so long since I've sat down to record a podcast episode for you guys, and I'm sorry. But here I am back again with the very first episode of the Dressage Connection podcast in 2024. I'll be honest with you, as 2023 came to an end, I was feeling a lot like WTF just happened. And I know I'm not alone in feeling like that. 2023 was a freaking whirlwind and I just needed to take a minute to stop, reflect and make a few tweaks to my plans going forward. I'll be honest with you, I didn't come anywhere close to achieving my riding goals for 2023. In fact, if you had told me at the start of last year how 2023 would go, I would have laughed at you or I would have cried a little. I'm not sure. (laughs) So as much as I would love to hide this year that went completely off the rails and not talk about it or the fact that I came far from achieving my goals for the year, I'm not going to do that. Because I feel like at this time of year, it is so easy to look around in life and in social media, especially on social media and see everyone's recaps for the year and how they achieve all these amazing things. And you feel like you're the only one who didn't achieve what they wanted to achieve this year. So I'm here with you in solidarity if you're feeling like that. That while 2023 kind of sucked... It doesn't mean that you or I aren't going to get where we're going in the long term. Nothing that happened or didn't happen in 2023 is going to hold us back from achieving our long-term goals. Sure, I didn't get my five-year-old out into any young horse classes so that I could achieve my goal of scoring 80% in the five-year-old classes. But this time last year when I was setting my goals for this year, I couldn't have known that I was going to get trampled by a horse and that was going to give me really bad concussion that meant I needed to take eight weeks off riding. I couldn't have known that I would have the epiphany to move my business back to Queensland. I couldn't have known that when I got here to Queensland, my arena here was going to take months and months of work to get up and going and then need a whole new surface, which is well over the budget I've got right now, to be rideable. I couldn't have known that my now five-year-old would be still gangly and not physically ready to be doing the five-year-old work. So yeah, there are a lot of reasons I didn't achieve my goals last year, but none of those things are holding me back from achieving my ultimate dressage dream, my ultimate dream goal. So in the spirit of setting goals for 2024, I want to talk you through my process for setting my goals. I like
like to set my goals in three tiers. Ultimate dream goal, stepping stone goals, and small achievable goals. By segmenting my goals like this, I've ended up with this really clear picture of what I want my writing to look like at each stage. In the long term, in the midterm, in my daily rides. So I start by setting my ultimate dream goal. And this is the ultimate riding dream that I would absolutely die to achieve. For me, it is to ride a 70% Grand Prix test, an international Grand Prix test. Then when I've worked that out, I work backwards, breaking down the steps of what I need to do to get from where I am now to that ultimate dream goal. Once I have these stepping stone goals, I work out specifically what small achievements I need to make to get from where I am now with whatever problems I'm having in my writing right now to that next stepping stone goal. These small achievements can be as small as riding the trot walk transition correctly or with a correction every single time in a ride or riding a full circle without losing the bend or just getting on the horse if you're struggling with that, or cantering if that's something that you struggle with. Anything that you're struggling with in your riding right now can become a small achievable goal. It can be broken down to become this really achievable thing. And then each ride, you just progressively make it harder. So if you're struggling to canter, then once you've cantered, you can set a goal to canter a whole circle. Then when you've done that and you've celebrated the hell out of that, you can set another goal to canter a whole lap of the arena and so on. You just keep building on it until that element is where it needs to be to achieve your next stepping stone goal. There are two big mistakes riders make when setting their goals for the year. The first is setting goals that are out of your control and the second is setting goals that don't look at the bigger picture. For the former, Say you set your goal for the year and it's something placing based like winning the elementary at nationals. Setting a goal like this is not going to set you up for success because you cannot control your placings. You cannot control how the other horses and riders in your class perform. You may do the absolute best test you've ever done and get the best score you've ever gotten, but maybe someone else still got a better score. So instead of celebrating your amazing test and your amazing score, you're going to be sitting in the car on the way home holding that red rosette and feeling like you've just failed because of someone else's performance, which you cannot control. Do you know what you can control? You can control your scores. That is why if you are setting a competition-based score for 2024, then make it based on achieving a certain score rather than achieving a certain placing. This is this way, the only person you're competing against to achieve your goals is yourself. You can go to the competition and do that amazing test that gets you the amazing score. And whether that score gets you a blue ribbon or no placing at all, you can still be thrilled as you sit in the car on the way home because you have achieved your goal. Here's a couple of examples of goals that aren't in your, in your control. So certain placings like we just talked about. Getting on a performance squad where there's only a certain number of places. Qualifying for an elite competition where it only takes a small number of riders. Here's some examples of some goals that are in your control. 
aiming for a certain score and that score may help you qualify for a squad or an elite competition. Um, Achieving a certain mark for a certain movement, competing at a certain level. These things are in your control. These are things that you can train towards and control. The second problem is that your goals don't look at the bigger picture. When you set a goal for the year and it's something like, let's use the goal I set for myself and my young horse last year to ride a five-year-old test for 80%. How does that goal fit into the bigger picture for me? Because it's not just a random goal that I set for myself because my horse is a five-year-old and I want to compete. This goal was was a carefully planned stepping stone goal from where my horse was starting at the beginning of 2023 to what I like to call my ultimate dream goal. I reverse engineered my ultimate dream goal into these manageable steps until I ended up with a goal that actually felt achievable in 2023. Then I broke that down into smaller and smaller pieces until I had very small achievable goals that outlined specifically what I needed to be working on in every single ride to achieve that goal for the year. Just because I didn't achieve my stepping stone goal for 2023, it doesn't mean I failed and it does not mean that I am not going to achieve my ultimate dream goal. I am not sitting here all upset because I had all of my eggs in the basket of achieving that goal in 2023. Me not achieving my goal for the year is a chance to look at my goals for for 2024 and pivot my strategy towards my ultimate dream goal. I think it's fair to say that one of the biggest reasons we as riders set goals that are a little bit vague is because we're afraid of what happens if we don't achieve the goal that we've set. As a recovering perfectionist myself, I used to get so disappointed when I didn't achieve what I wanted to achieve in the time frame that I'd set for myself. I've gone down the rabbit hole of telling myself close enough is good enough or I'll just set the bar lower so I don't have to feel like I've failed if I don't achieve it. In doing this, though, I slowed down my progress so much. I felt like I was just riding around on the same 20-meter circle, doing the same inconsistent things, making little bits of progress, but not as much as I would have liked to have been. And that's when I really decided to start breaking down my goal-setting strategy so that I still had my bigger, more challenging goals that I was working towards, but I also had these short and mid-term achievable goals that I could used to not only plan my rides, but I could celebrate achieving and leave each ride feeling good about something because I knew each tiny little achievement was a, was a step towards my long-term goal. I was able to reframe my mindset from, well, today was a really bad ride and turn it into, well, my horse tried this and I was able to get this response and turn it around. So that was a really great step in the right direction. Instead of being stuck on having to achieve this really big transformation to be able to say I'm progressing, I learned to find something in my daily rides that I could aim towards and celebrate, even if it meant I had to pivot those goals occasionally. Being able to pivot your goals is, in my opinion, one of the most important traits you can have as a rider. I learned this the hard way in 2021 when I had to retire my mare Quinta, who I had trained through sweat, tears and vertical rears from a three-year-old to advanced. My entire world just came crashing down around me. 
I saw all of my dreams just completely fly out the window and it was the worst feeling in the world. But instead of packing it in and accepting that my dreams weren't achievable, I pivoted. I had to go into the bank and get a loan with my partner so that I could buy a two and a half year old Versace Royal hit gelding that was is just the biggest ray of sunshine in my life now. I had to completely throw out the goals that I had set for myself that year and start again from the beginning, literally starting with starting this horse. It's not all been smooth sailing. As I mentioned earlier, he's very late maturing and gangly for his age, so I've had to take everything slower than I would have liked to have with him. In the last year, life has thrown me a bunch of curveballs that I didn't see coming and I just had to continue pivoting my goals around these things. But that doesn't mean my ultimate dream goal is any further away than it was a year ago. Sure, the path to getting there has changed. I have thrown the idea of competing in the young horse classes out the window because by the end of this year, he'll have to be competing in the six-year-old classes. But that's fine. We can go through the traditional levels, the prelim, novice, elementary, medium, and still catch up to where we were going to be if we'd gone through the young horse class route. We work with living, breathing animals. Our progress is never going to be linear. You'll take huge leaps forwards and then you'll take small steps back. Maybe you'll go crashing back to the start like I did. But that doesn't mean you failed or that you should give up on achieving your dressage dreams. It just means that it's time to pivot and start again. So as riders, we need to be resilient. We need to be adaptable and we need to be able to withstand heartbreak over and over and over again. But no one ever said that riding horses was easy, especially if you're doing it competitively. It's not about how fast you get to where you're going. It's about the journey that you're on with your horse and how you get there. So what's 2024 looking like for me? This year, I am going to be bringing Vidane back into work after a nice long spell um, that he's been having while I moved and figured out my arena situation. I'm honestly not too mad that he's been having a nice long break because he has matured quite a lot in this time. So I'm going to work on preparing him to go out to compete in his first competition at prelim level by consolidating all the work that he's going to need in his tests at home first. Then I'm going to ride him in some different situations. I'm going to have different horses in the arena. I'm going to have different distractions. I'm going to take him on a few training outings to different places until I feel confident that we have all the tools in place that we need to, that we need to be able to go out and ride a 75% prelim test. From there, I will continue progressing his training with an emphasis on making sure he's really feeling really confident and comfortable at every step. And by the end of 2024, I would like to be riding the elementary work for 75%. See how I'm not just saying, well, here's where I want to end up at the end of the year. Fingers crossed I achieve it. I am able to tell you my exact plan broken down into little achievable pieces of how I'm going to achieve this goal. I can tell you that my first step will be to make sure that all our cues are still in place on the lunge first. Then we'll make sure that the cues are in place and I'll introduce him to the new arena through long reining. And then I'll do the same thing again, reinforcing our cues when I sit on him. 
I have a really clear plan in my mind from knowing my horse and what he needs from me to feel comfortable and supported and how he learns that I can implement to support us both towards this goal. Just because I have a clear plan of how I want my year to go, it doesn't mean that there won't be things that don't go to plan. But I have the tools in place to be able to pivot my short-term goals without them affecting my long-term goals. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of the Dressage Connection podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss out on any future episodes and leave a rating, review, or share a screenshot of this episode to your stories to help more people find their dressage connection. You can always reach out to me on Instagram with any questions about anything we've covered on the podcast, your own riding journey, or just to say hi at bc.performancehorses. You can also get the latest info about how you can work with me on website bcperformancehorses.com i can't wait to hang out with you in the next episode but in the meantime go on and build that beautiful dressage connection 